Спасибо. Thanks for joining me, my friends. This is Alex Amchislavsky checking in from the south side of the East Aru. We're in the Rocky Mountains and we're about to make some Lachaims. This is a three-minute segment of a four-week series that talks about the Jewish connection with Lachaims. The word of the day is forbidden fruit. But first, let's start with a Lachaim. There are so many blessings in our life, and please join me for a drink. You deserve it. Right now, I have a cab sab from southeastern down under and today we'll make this lachaim to friendship it's hard but important to acquire good friends they're the milestones on our life's journey and help us understand where we are going what's the ancient blessing on australian wine baruch atah adonai eloheinu melech haolam borei pri hagafen wine is fun to drink but the Torah does not shy away from the mistakes that can be made if you have too much fun. In fact, the first references in the Torah are all quite shocking. Rabbi Meir teaches that the forbidden fruit in the Garden of Eden was actually the grapevine. So a few grapes got Adam and Eve kicked out, and now we have to clean up the mess? Well, the plot thickens. Then, Noah plants some wine after, you know, just surviving an international flood, because, you know, who wouldn't want a lechaim after something like that? Besides, he was a man of the soil, and he knew how to make things grow. And not only was he the first one to plant a vineyard, he discovered the magic of fermentation. Except, Noah had too many lechaims, and basically ends up being embarrassed, assaulted, or raped. It depends on how you read the text. In short, the peppered references to wine in the Torah all lead to expulsion, rape, incest, and even death. How can we balance this with the ubiquitous use of wine at every Jewish celebration? Almost all Jewish holidays, like Purim, and especially the Passover Seder, where all present drink four cups of wine, do not just include wine, but special blessings on the wine. How can the Torah share all these stories about wine-caused disasters, and then our sages teach us to drink wine at least twice a week for Shabbat and Havdalah? At Jewish marriages, circumcisions, or when you just need a lachaim just because, the sages instituted a blessing on wine. And perhaps there lies the answer. The blessing of Bray Pri Hagafen is recited to remind us to use wine as a blessing, to make a lachaim out of it, and then to enjoy ourselves responsibly. We learn the tragic Torah lessons of abuse, and then in the Talmud we learn there is no true happiness without wine. What is the lesson of the day? Life is complicated, and we are faced with many choices and challenges. It is not the problems, but how we deal with them that will define us and determine how we are remembered.